Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, kitchens, baths, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. Well, today is April 6th, and as you know, I catalog all of these podcasts by the date. So um, put that down on your calendar, April 6th. Uh, we have a special guest who has actually been with us several times. Jan Rutgers is a expert kitchen designer. Hey, Jan, thank you for stopping by. Well, thanks for having me, Nancy. Nice to talk to you again. Yeah, I keep calling you the kitchen professor. <laughs> Jan is involved in so much, and so much to the point where I want her to explain what her newest endeavors are. Well, thank you, Nancy. Um, but my biggest, well, I guess my newest endeavor, and it's um, not quite a year old, but uh, I launched Vestibule School of Design last May as a um, online school for teaching people that are passionate about the kitchen design industry. And yeah, it's it's going great. There's um, you know, I'm getting a lot of students coming in. I'm meeting with um, other other designers one-to-one to give them some mentoring and coaching. And um, I'm really finding that, pe- that people are very interested in kitchen design and professionals are just looking for somewhere to get additional information. So Vestibule School of Design is doing that. And um, probably my biggest um, win last year was um, at the end of 2020, I was uh, selected as one of the one of the top innovators in the kitchen and bath industry by Kitchen and Bath Design News. And uh, that's been really exciting. And um, it, I guess it really just um, confirms for me that um, I'm on the right track with, with uh, where I'm taking my career right now. Absolutely. Um, I should probably say that I met you through a Facebook group, correct? Mm-hmm. Wasn't That's that correct. It? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm thinking? Yeah, so I just a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not that I was just walking down the street and found you. You're in Canada and I'm in Arizona, so that wasn't going to happen, but I'm glad we did meet. And uh, we're lucky to have you on an ongoing basis. Well, thank Before you. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, we like we to talk talking about, to you and I. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But Jan, let me just say, before we start talking about one of the things that we're passionate about, um, an element in the kitchen, I want to introduce one of my new sponsors, Thermador. It just so happens Thermador is a well-known appliance, and they have two distinct collections. The Masterpiece Collection is a modern design for every kitchen, and the Professional Collection is a professional-grade design where you can experience restaurant-style quality in your home. If you want to learn more about Thermador, you can go to thermador.com. And that's that leads us right into our subject, kitchen appliances. But you brought up the idea of the kitchen appliances in a drawer, and I've I've loved this for years. I've used a lot of them. Uh, There's a lot of appliances that they have um, developed, I want to say, or started putting in drawers. So uh, where do we start? Should we start with the refrigerator? Yeah, well, you know what? I think even just to to start with... um most people under you know when most people think about appliances for their kitchen you know drawers are not the first uh, thing that comes to mind because a lot of people will think well yes I need a refrigerator I need a range I need a vent hood a dishwasher you know and a microwave and that's all true but really what we're here to talk about today is how how much appliance configuration has changed and uh, what what Mm -hmm. I 
what I really like about the fact that refrigerator that appliances are starting to embrace the drawer is just how ergonomic a drawer is. And like even before we start looking at each one of the different appliances that are doing this, it's really just getting in your in your head how how much more ergonomic and how much easier it is to view something below the countertop if it's a drawer. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of get that out there because, um, I, you know, you know, Nancy, you and I have talked about this before. I actually am trained as a home economist and, um, you know, ergonomics and how people how people work in their kitchen is is really important to me. And um, and I, I absolutely love appliances as drawers and I and I spec them all the time. Mm-hmm. I agree with you totally because if we go along the ergonomic route or the functional route, and everybody by now knows that I'm not five foot ten, <laughs> I'm actually four foot ten. <laughs> and being that petite gives me a lot of problems. I very rarely use any of my wall cabinets. And I've said for years, I could actually work in a kitchen with no wall cabinets. Everything now, today, is available in drawers as people will learn as we're going through our list. So sometimes uh, there are kitchens that have great views, a lot of windows, and you wonder, oh, where's the wall cabinets? You really don't need wall cabinets, and I think we're going to prove that. Absolutely. Um, and also, you don't need any appliances taller than my head. We don't, we don't need that. <laughs> this, <laughs> I would love this to is do my true. kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still can't reach the top shelf in my refrigerator. But that being said, let's start with refrigeration. And it's a good place to start because uh, the refrigerator really was one of the first appliances to embrace drawers. And that that Mm -hmm. began to happen many years ago when we when the manufacturers flipped the freezer from the top of the refrigerator to the bottom of the refrigerator. And I I can't remember exactly how long ago that was, probably maybe about 20 years ago. Would you say, Nancy? No, more than that. that. My parents had. Yeah, they had a refrigerator with the bottom drawer, actually, in 1968. My goodness. <laughs> wow. No, that, yeah. yeah, that, that it goes back later. that far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. You, but you think it about... It was great. Well, and it makes so much sense that, um, you, know, I, you know, I remember when it was a general trend, I'm going to say 20 years ago, when it was a general trend that refrigerators started flipping, and it and it was still just a door, that you would open a freezer door below, and, you know, and it was so, yeah. um, you know, that didn't, that just didn't make sense, and, um, and it probably was. Well, looking- it was a wide... Yeah, it was a very wide door. Yeah. And then when you'd open it, of course, you'd, you'd knock somebody over. And then they had two wire racks that they would pull out. Yeah. And, you know, now that I think about it, my parents had the door. They didn't have the drawer. I don't want anybody saying, guess what? They didn't have it in 1968. Right. They did have a bottom door. Mm-hmm. And that was it was a pain in the neck, <laughs> to tell you the truth. But it was better than a top freezer. Yes, exactly. So, um you know, for me in my career watching appliances, that's where I started to first notice the drawer. So it, it um, that freezer became a drawer, and then some of the um, upper end appliance manufacturers took it another a step further, and they made it two drawers. So now you could now you could. Um, dial in the temperature slightly different of these two different uh, freezer drawers. And I I remember when I would be specifying and still do when I specify a bottom mount 
refrigerator freezers system that has the two freezer drawers is, you know, letting my clients, you know, telling them to, to have the two different temperatures. So, you know, one that uh, you're doing kind of deep freeze, longer term storage, and one that uh, you might be going to more often, like where the ice is or, uh, you know, some, you know, frozen ice cream or something like that. And so it started giving flexibility and that, I really saw that that consumers really liked that flexibility of those those drawers. And you've probably seen this, Nancy, that the under counter refrigeration freezer drawer system is everywhere now. Would would you agree? Oh yeah. Well, that would be one of the things in my perfect kitchen for me. I would have a, maybe two refrigerator drawers, two freezer drawers under counter. And there is a company that where you can flip, you can say, okay, today I want it to be a refrigerator tomorrow or freezer. I probably wouldn't do that. I would keep them as freezer and refrigerator, but ideally you can put them in your task areas. If, especially if you have a large kitchen or you have a butler's pantry or a bar, uh, actually I'm doing a job right now where we're going to put the refrigerator drawers in the bar area and uh, it works perfectly. Oh, it does. I, I had a project too once where um, the clients were out in the country, quite a ways from your local Starbucks. And uh, he wanted to, and he did, we, we designed a full coffee house inside his home um, that had, you know, everything from the roasters and uh, the, all of the cappuccino makers and everything. And we put in a set of uh, refrigerator freezer drawers in that barista bar. And it was perfect because you, you know, still need the, the creams and the milks and but he could still have some of the frozen treats to be able to make um, iced coffees and different um, you know different things and they they really brought flexibility to us as designers because now we could mm-hmm. put refrigeration anywhere in the in the kitchen we didn't right. need this big tall uh, space with a wall it could um, um, it right. could it really opened up our, our the possibilities for design I felt well it also added like I said it added for task areas to be flexible because a lot of times we'll have a task area but you're too far away from the main refrigerator by just installing some refrigerator drawers and or freezer drawers by another area where there's a sink, you've created several work areas in the kitchen. And I do want to mention that all of the drawers, the refrigerator and freezer drawers, are um, compatible with panels to match their cabinets mm-hmm. or they can go with stainless steel. Yes. And, so, and, and another so thing, nobody too, has to know. <laughs> yeah, no. And another um, thing, was, too, that I noticed was that um, a lot of these uh, manufacturers now are introducing accessories that can go into into these drawers. So say if you did have a set of uh, uh, like a refrigerator freezer drawer set in a bar, for instance, I saw a great accessory where you had these stainless steel bins that could be fitted into the refrigerator top and there would be the perfect place to be putting all the condiments for making cocktails or you know you could have it on your island and you could have all of these different accessories the stainless steel bin accessories and you could set up a a salad bar as part of the buffet that you could pull open and still have some refrigeration and and shut it after everybody had gone through so you know very cool lots of flexibility and uh, you know again really giving um, giving designers um, inspiration on how to uh, lay out the kitchen to best work for their clients. 
Yes, absolutely. I wish they had these years ago, but do you notice how there are things being introduced that make the kitchen more fun than it ever was? Yeah, so that, um, you know, that makes me think of the warming drawer. Now, this, I Mm -hmm. feel this is an appliance that always has been a drawer. And most people will recognize the warming drawer if they've ever had a full gas range that the the oven and the cooktop are arranged. Often, that bottom drawer is actually a warming drawer because of the pilot flame that's always on. And people uh, people would use that warming drawer for warming plates, mm-hmm. proofing bread, you know, keeping keeping food warm. And when we went to electric ovens or dual fuel ranges, that um, people missed it, and it became an appliance that um, was uh, was designed. And Thermidor, like you know, your sponsor Thermidor, were great. I I specified you know hundreds of Thermidor warming drawers over the years. And mm-hmm. you'd be able to, you could place, again, you could place them where you needed it, anywhere in the kitchen, mm-hmm. the under counter, you could put one. Yeah, several people, um, or I should say several people get several drawers in their kitchen. If they entertain a lot, it just makes sense to have several warming drawers. And there's no problem with stacking two on top of each other under your countertop. Also, people put them in their master bathroom to warm their towels and they can put them out by the barbecue so there's no uh you know there's no loss uh for wondering well gee where should i put this warming drawer and just like like i said it's more fun doing kitchens now than years ago because there's so much available and just what you had said so about the under-counter up? refrigerators, you can panel these too, uh-huh. so they, you know, it doesn't have right. to become a uh, feature in the kitchen. I, like I um, did a project once, well, many actually, where we would do built-in cabinetry in the dining room, you know, as, as kind of a serving, like a completely built-in serving area, and I would uh-huh. often put a warming drawer panel to match the millwork there, and that was ideal. The plates could be warmed there. Um, it's a great place to, you know, to, to keep warm uh, um you know, food that's going to be going on that can be prepped beforehand or to, or to warm up fresh bread that might be going on the table. So really, really flexible. Yeah. You know, a lot of people ask, well, should I put a panel there or should it be stainless steel? Well, if they would picture, as we do, the whole picture or run of cabinets, you don't want to... Um, you don't want to um, have a stainless steel interrupt a beautiful uh, bank of millwork drawers or doors. So having a door uh, panel on the appliance just makes it, it looks beautiful and nobody has to know that it's a warming drawer. Mm-hmm. Now there's, um, there is another type of warming drawer that uh, I do see more often being stainless steel and it, it's the cup warming drawer. And this appliance became popular not too long after the introduction of the built-in coffee cappuccino makers that, you know, they, uh-huh. they are a very popular appliance that um, can be built right into, into the millwork for, and some of them are plum, some of them, some of them are not, but to be able to make that coffee house uh-huh. styled coffee drinks and, well, or teas, just all kinds of different 
drinks, and the introduction of a shallow little warming drawer to sit underneath this unit for keeping the espresso cups warm or the cappuccino cups warm has become a, 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 a drawer accessory that is great for the coffee aficionado. And uh, it's I've, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't see too many of those paneled. Most of those I'm seeing going in as stainless steel. Yeah, it makes the coffee maker and the drawer look like one unit. And it also raises the coffee maker six inches above the countertop, if that's where you have it. Um, so it's a, it's a good height for most people. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. they can take that coffee maker and put it into a tall uh, oven cabinet, and then you can still put the drawer under it. Yes, exactly. And, but, it, you, know, it's, you know, it's interesting how... Uh, an introduction of an appliance you can spawn a new appliance and this was really the the case that um, the coffee maker was around for a while and you know i think people were trying were making kind of workarounds to warm those cups and um you know lo and behold a few years later you know, we had we had the solution in a uh, cup warming appliance drawer yeah that just made sense <laughs> Our next one is real interesting. It's the dishwasher in a drawer. Yes. I like and that. I um, and I have. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I think everybody who listens to us knows that we do this all the time. <laughs> but you can have either a double drawer stacked or you can have a single drawer, one on each side of your sink. So you have two drawers, but separately. Or you can just use one drawer. And that's a lot of times good for a bar area maybe to use for your uh, your drinking glasses. So I think the warming of uh, the uh, dishwasher in a drawer has gotten very popular over the years. What's your what's your take on that? Well, you know, and I, I agree, and I also see that uh, another reason why the dishwasher drawer is such a useful appliance is, is small home living. You know that there is that movement of of tiny house and and um, the the condominiums and um, apartments in large cities getting smaller and smaller and smaller. I recently designed a um, small multifamily. Uh, it was kind of a bit of a luxury end but it, they were small spaces and in one of the units it was a one-bedroom unit we did the apply a single dishwasher drawer in the kitchen so that we could get an, an additional storage drawer because we were running out of storage and a mm-hmm. full a full full height full width 24 inch dishwasher was was um, taking up a lot of valuable space and if it's if it's a small 500 square foot apartment you know you're probably not having dinner parties where you need a full-size dishwasher every day so right i like them for small space Um, also also for universal design yes Mm -hmm. yes there was that's um, ideal if you mm -hmm. just picture somebody in a wheelchair and by the time they put the full-size dishwasher door down, and then they have to bend over, they can actually pull out the dishwasher drawer at their eye level, more or less. And that yes, would be and, easy for them to use. And I remember, actually, the very first time that I specified a uh, Fisher & Paykel dishwasher drawer was quite a few years ago. They had just come on the market, and I was designing a kitchen for a woman who 
who, you know, she, she was probably maybe in her fifties and, but this was her forever home. And she was one of my first clients that I was able to have that really good conversation about aging in place. And we looked at um, everything that was available on the market. And I had found these dishwasher drawers and we went with it and they were, it was a perfect solution that, um, you know, she loved them. Like, you know, she, she, you know, as I said, was still a young, a young woman, but I know she still lives in that home. And this is, you know, it's 15, Mm -hmm. 20 years later. And uh, it was a great, a great choice for universal design. Oh, absolutely. Now, like you said, if they had 10 kids living in the house, these drawers would be, well, not appropriate for what uh, they would need. Well, unless you had multiple ones. Our (laughs) next one. Yeah, that's true. Each kid could have their own, you know. You know how kids just hate to empty dishwashers? So if you had three kids, you can have three dishwashers, three individual drawer dishwashers, and they can fight over each one. Exactly. Um, Okay. Going on to microwave drawers, um, which I have used a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's practical. I was in a kitchen the other day where they had a space saver microwave over the cooktop and it was the bottom of the microwave space saver was above my head. There was no way I I could ever use this. I can't stand them. (laughs) Yeah, I can't either. But I specify uh, the drawers on islands when there's absolutely no other place to use a microwave. Um, And when you're doing a full beautiful wall of um, maybe a hood and cabinetry on the walls and then you have this gorgeous 48 inch freestanding gas range there's really no place for the most part to put a microwave this drawer really filled a need I I totally agree. And I I know that I've had a love-hate relationship with the microwave since the beginning of my career, because it, you know, to begin with, it was something that was sitting on the counter. So we needed to find somewhere to put Uh it and they, you know, they're big and bulky and it it just used to, it would always drive me crazy that just as you were talking, you would have this beautiful elevation, um, you know, of a center focal point of a hood and a nice range. And now where are you going to put this big clunky microwave? And I, and I know that, that um, as designers, we started to default and just started sticking the microwave under counter, I think just to get rid of it, and, but still have it there. Um, but it wasn't very, it wasn't very functional. It was very difficult to no. access it. And then the drawer came out. I still remember going to my first K, going to a KBiz show and uh, kitchen and bath industry show and seeing a mic, the microwave drawer for the first time by Sharp. Well, and then I you think, did, you did yeah. see my picture, didn't you? Yes, I did. And you tell everybody what I saw. <laughs> well, well, Sharp and uh, they introduced the microwave in a drawer, and so they held a contest. And I won first prize nationally, and I incorporated a beautiful, into a beautiful kitchen, this microwave in a drawer. And then at KBiz, they had this huge banner, and they had me and all this other stuff. uh, I thought it was exciting. And they actually gave me a flat screen TV as a prize. And in those days, that was very unusual. And the kitchen that I designed, the uh, homeowner also got a flat screen TV. So 
Hey, thank you, Sharp. That was great. Well, yeah. But uh, since then, I have used them over and over. They've um, they've actually come out with better ones. You can actually touch it, and it'll open before you had to push a button, but or pull on the handle. But now it's just uh, it's released by the touch. So I can't say enough about the microwave drawers. I think they really um, serve a need. Uh, again, for the universal <laughs> kitchen too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and it's, and it's an appliance that's not going away. You know, they, they've been, they've been um, part of the kitchens now, you know, for over 30 years, most kitchens are putting a microwave in. And uh, what you were talking about at the very beginning of, of our chat, Nancy, about the, the kitchen that is much more open, a lot more windows lacking in or, or removing of the upper cabinetry that uh, you, we need to have solutions. And the, the microwave drawer is an excellent solution. It's, it's accessible by the children, which we find uh-huh. that's why I cannot stand the over the um, the range microwave. I, I think it was a crazy invention. It's probably the da- most dangerous place in the kitchen that you can place the microwave, uh-huh. you know, especially with if children use it. And, uh, you know, and, and even myself, I, I'm a few inches taller than you, Nancy, but I still find, you know, to reach up, you know, to a microwave above um, your burners cooking away and, uh, you know, steam coming up to, to get things out of the microwave is just a crazy idea. But, you know, not just my opinion. It's also- <laughs> awkward to lift something out of a microwave and try to put it on the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not comfortable and it's dangerous. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, let's, you so. know, it is, we, I think we both, both agree that, um, this microwave drawer and, and sharp was the one that introduced it to the market. It, it was a, a great, uh, product innovation and, um, it's, it's perfect for today's kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, I did uh, have a a challenge. I did an island. I needed a place to put the microwave. And so I actually put part of the island up at 42 inches above the floor and incorporated a door, a, a microwave with a swing door into that so that it was six inches higher than your countertop, normal mm-hmm. countertop, because people found it unless they're my height, they found it difficult to use. So before the drawer, microwave drawer was invented, this was the only solution we could come up with. And I'm sure many of us did. Yes. So we'd set it up a little bit higher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that worked, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I love the drawer. I yeah, love the microwave drawer, definitely. Mm-hmm. So okay, so yeah. <laughs> our last drawer, and I'll let you talk about that because I think you're more familiar with that one than I am. Yes. So, so the last drawer and, uh, you know, I came across, well, I actually first heard about this, this drawer at, um, the KBiz Kitchen and Bath Industry Show 2021 was virtual this year. So that was really different to go and, uh, you know, go to a show without, uh, walking around. But, uh, this is where I was introduced to the newest drawer appliance and it's a, called a vacuum seal drawer. And what, what this is, it's a it's a drawer appliance that has been developed to vacuum seal our food into plastic bags. And you know, some people go, well, what the world would you need that for? <laughs> it's actually is something that is 
from the commercial kitchen. And what one of the big uses for it is to do sous vide so that they will uh, vacuum seal in the, the meat product and then put it into, into water or steam to be able to cook it. And this, this allows it to be done, allows the drawer allows that sealing to happen. But it's also uh, a way of preserving food. It's a way to vacuum seal in fresh vegetables that you maybe that you may want to freeze so all the air is taken out of it it's also a great way to to marinate or brine foods that uh, you would put it in a in a vacuum sealed drawer a vacuum sealed bag or to infuse uh, different foods with um, different flavorings, like with different oils or vinegars and uh, or for pickling. So it was amazing. And I started d- doing my research more into it because there are kind of countertop models of, you know, I've seen over the years that could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, you know, I can see the way kitchens is, are evolving and the way cooking is evolving. We are wanting to have restaurant quality uh, preparations in our residential kitchens, and this this is part of that movement. And um, as I said, I, I'll be honest; I have not specified one into a client's home yet. I haven't even been able to see one because I haven't been able to leave the house for a year. But um, you know, as soon as I can, I'm definitely going to be into the specialty appliance store to have a look at these. Uh, it's something I'm really intrigued with. It's something that fits my lifestyle on how I, because I grow and preserve a lot of my own food. So we'll see, you know, and uh, it was exciting to see. And of course it made sense that it was a drawer and not a, not a, an appliance uh, cabinet, so to speak. What do you think, Nancy? Do you think you'd ever yeah. look at one? Uh, yes, I definitely would look at one. Actually, my daughter was thinking of putting one in her kitchen because they cook a lot and it just seems very practical. But I have to say when you said, um, the kitchen or people using the kitchen more, you know, because of the pandemic, I think people have spent more time at home, more time trying different recipes. They're starting to enjoy cooking more and they're looking into the newer appliances and the different things that are available. Uh, so we've got to say, you know, on the, the pandemic was not great, but look at the good things that have come out of it. People are closer, um, with each other. They're spending more time together. And if you talk to certain people, they don't like that. And so to each his own, you know, if you've, um, not spent a lot of time with your kids and you're enjoying it, Hey, you know, this, this was a plus on the pandemic. I'm not saying that, uh, the pandemic was good at all. But on the cooking side, absolutely, there have been more people trying out different recipes. And I see this on Facebook and on um, all sorts of uh, social media platforms where they're showing what they've cooked. They've shared recipes. And so, hey, we're in the right area. Kitchens are not going away, right? No. No. And, you know, and another, like another statistic that um, I just recently read was that the uh, mid range to high end, high end range kitchen uh, remodel business is going to increase 18 to 20% over the next two years. And it, that really mm-hmm. stems from the consumer sitting at home for the last year, uh, 
trying to work in their unfunctional kitchen, trying to, you know, trying to get meals on the table, you know, three meals a day on the table where maybe they were eating out, you know, for one, one or two of those in the past. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that our chat here about appliance drawers will um, inspire people to look at that as say a solution. They um, renovate and remodel their kitchen this year. Yeah, well, I think more people have had more time to do research, too, on what's available. And they're getting all excited about, well, hey, we could do this in our kitchen, or this new thing came out, or uh, let's remodel. Because, and I heard this on a radio show yesterday, people are saying, hey, we've saved all this money because we're not traveling on vacation. So now we have this money, let's put it into our house. Mm -hmm. Let's increase uh, the functionality and the aesthetics of our kitchen and our bathroom. Yeah, let's not forget the bathroom because I'm doing a couple of bathrooms, but that's where it's going. People are realizing that they appreciate their home and they just want to make it um, where they can enjoy it more. You're absolutely right. So that's where, yes. I, and I have to talk about one more appliance company. Monogram is also my sponsor. Why would I have two appliance companies sponsor? Well, because I use them both, and because they're both great products. Monogram introduces the simple elegance of the minimalist collection, streamlining even the most contemporary kitchen with flush installation and only the most essential hardware. And then they have the Statement Collection, which brings modern design together with traditional kitchen appliance features. And this one was restaurant-inspired, and you can cook just like a chef. If you want to learn more about Monogram, you can go to monogram.com. Hey, Jan, another fun podcast. I've got to say, we we really talk a lot and we get a lot of things done. And hopefully our listeners are enjoying this. We're trying to train them um, in kitchen design. And uh, typically, if you listen to uh, Home Design Chat with Nancy, we're training you in every aspect of your home. But Jan's the expert on kitchens as well as me, I think. Absolutely, um, we are. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing this for so long, but I still enjoy it. And I'm sure you do too. Um, Design is our passion. I can honestly say that you and I feel the same way about kitchen design. We get excited when we have a project to do. So on that note, I want to thank you for doing this podcast again, and I hope everybody enjoyed today's show and got a lot out of it. This is why we do this. We want you to subscribe, rate, and comment on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. These podcasts are on 28 platforms, so it could be iHeartRadio, it could be Spotify, it could be Amazon Music, it could be any one of those, and you can uh, subscribe on any of those. And don't forget to share them with your friends. Don't be selfish. You're learning a lot of information, and you want to share it. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me or for Jan, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And just one more commercial. I'm doing a podcast weekly called Hugo Floss, and I talk about everything having to do with anything but design. So if you're, if you want to know the other side of me, I, I am the creative mom who shares this podcast with her nerdy son. So you can go on Hugo Floss. Um, look for that on uh, Google or 
you can email uh, well Dan Hugo is the nerdy engineer and if you have any questions about the show you can email him at Dan at hugofloss.co Again, Jan, thanks a lot for listening to all my commercials, and thank you again for doing a podcast. We have so much fun. Yes, we, and we, we do. And just- thank, you know, thank you, Nancy, and I know we talk over each other, and, and I think it's just, yeah, we do get excited. This is, this, we're both passionate <laughs> about, uh, about this topic, and uh, we'll get better. We'll get better at letting each other <laughs> talk and not talk over. But anyway, thank you so much, yeah. Nancy. I really enjoyed it, and uh, can't wait till oh. next time. Well, stay safe and also wear a mask. 